welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio on the Airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are Sparkplug and Zacks. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Mm-hmm. Script, yes. Did you do it off script? Yeah. Uh, Megan Fowler, Canadian hero. I was literally too lazy to open up the document. <laughs> so I was like, I hope I remember all of the words. Just gonna wing it. Just gonna wing it. Um, It's Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. It's February. Thank Christ. Yeah, it is. January is over, thank goodness. It lasted a thousand weeks. Yeah. And fifty thousand days. Pretty much, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was like the French Revolutionary calendar, but like worse. <laughs> With their like ten day weeks and like renamed months and whatever. <laughs> oh. Um Deep History Cup make it to start out the pod. Great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's like twenty after eleven, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we don't <laughs> Some of us are trying real hard today, and others of us are not. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. let you decide we'll who see. is who. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I've already um, muted and unfollowed like 50 people on Twitter who are like, oh, is there a sports ball game happening today? Because that is literally my least favorite thing. Mm. Like, just admit that, yes, you know it's Super Bowl, and yes, you wish you could care about it, but you've spent, you know, 18 weeks not caring about football, and so now you have to pretend that you're not interested. Or just, like, don't pretend and be like... Have fun watching the Super Bowl, peeps. Yeah, or just don't say anything. Or just don't say anything. Like, just, I, I couldn't give two shits about the Super Bowl or Justin Timberlake. Will I watch it because I don't want to be disconnected from the zeitgeist? Yes. And by it, I mean only the halftime show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, well, and like, like I said, when we were uh, watching the, the championship games, when I was like, now I don't have to hate watch it because I don't hate the Eagles as much as I hate the Vikings. And so. There you go. Um, I was watching TSN, like, Sports Center last night, and um, Bruce Arthur, like, you know, they're such a great villain. They really, really are. There's no denying that. Um, I was like, I put on Twitter, I was like, that Bruce Arthur feature made me want to go get an Eagles tattoo right now. Oh my god, it was that bad, hey? I don't even particularly like the Eagles. It was just, oh yeah. That's funny, because, um... um, I was thinking about that when, because my husband just got back from Japan. And he went to watch sumo wrestling. Oh, fun. And what they do at sumo is um, he put he put this video online and I had no idea what was happening. It looks like someone wins and then all of a sudden, like, it looks like flags. It's just like fabric being, like, chucked from the crowd towards the ring. Okay. So when he got back, I was like, what was that all about? What was happening? And he was saying that when the champion loses so when the underdog wins they treat it as like we do for a hat trick and people throw their seat cushions oh into the ring cool because they're seated um almost on the ground you just have a seat cushion and then like a table in front of you to like lean on and eat and stuff like that and i was thinking about that like i hope he's learning from that and when he watches the game with his friend today he just like if it's the eagles he's just like chuck in seat cushions at the TV <laughs> to be like, finally! That'd be pretty good. That's a good, I like that tradition. Because mm-hmm. the seat cushion isn't your own property, so you're not losing, like, your hat. Exactly. Smart. But it was also, it's like... Japanese people, they're just, they got a solution for everything. They do, but there's also, like, some weird stuff, too, that oh, yeah. it was telling me about. Like, they still smoke in restaurants. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. 
And it's like meat at every meal. Like he was getting really frustrated because it was like really hard to find like fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And when he did the fruit, it was like incredibly expensive, which I understand. Yeah. But it's like, it's like when I went to the grocery store the other day and like a thing of blueberries was like eight dollars yeah it's like oh well no i'll just buy the frozen ones yeah but at least we have like access to it that's true which is nice but um so yeah super bowl sunday mm-hmm. and uh we don't have the plan nope the most work we've done for this uh we have like a special guest interview that we're gonna throw in here for like six minutes in a little bit and um we also spent a little bit of time finding, like, superhero names dealing with static electricity. Would you like to explain why? Um, I moved, and my new apartment has some issues with static electricity to the point that if you touch anything, your heart will likely be stopped. <laughs> yeah, she texted me last night, and she's like, my dad's heart almost stopped. And I was like, what? She's like, from the static electricity. I know. I was like, oh, I should have worded that a little bit better. <laughs> no, like, he's oh okay. <laughs> that was being hyperbolic. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so we're going to talk about some sportsy things. Um, you went to the skills competition. I did. Yesterday for the Oilers. And, of course, the Oilers, like, it used to matter. Like, the teams used to, and I don't know if you remember this, but I remember because every team used to send a player there'd always be but it the fans used to vote the all-star rosters and stuff and then there'd be like the young stars game but the skills yeah. competition i don't know but i remember that the, the the teams used to have to do their their skills competition before the all-star game mm-hmm. because then that's who determined like if you didn't have someone on your roster who was picked to go then you would send a winner from one of your skills to oh. the all-star skills competition okay yeah well, i got bad news for you because the breakout shootout winner was chris russell <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. That's why we're paying him the big bucks. And four by four. Um, so how was it? It was fine. Um, I was telling you before that I actually found it a bit more boring than last year's. Um, which conversely is interesting because all of the players were like very loose and like having fun mm-hmm. and like full of personality and from people that you maybe didn't expect like Mike Camilleri was like just doing shit all around. Mm-hmm. He had his kids there didn't he? All Yeah all of them who had kids were like nice. Talbot's twins were there I'm sure you saw the picture of his one twin freak the fuck out. I did. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> and they would like in between setups pan to the bench with all like the family members on it and like guaranteed 50% of the kids were crying (laughs) like they were just they were not having it although I can imagine why it would be very boring for an infant baby to be surrounded by all that noise and ice and cold yeah um but yeah there was like some really funny stuff that happened in between setups these kids from some like hockey team in town do a player's name spelling bee Okay. So they started out with like McDavid and Nurse and Did, did they spell Puliyarvi's name right? Th- no. <laughs> it was Pekarinen and Puliyarvi were the last two ones. Okay. And the first kid like of course shit the bed on Pekarinen cuz there's way too many A's and I's in that mm-hmm. name it makes no sense. And then they went to the other kid and they were like, "Okay kid, you could win it. Your word is Puliyarvi." And he was like, 
a P U V E and they the camera pans down to Yeti and he's like watching it on the screen and he's just like Oh. It's, it's not close. Like, it's not, oh, I felt so bad for him, cause he, I don't know what was happening. I don't think he understood a lot of what was happening. They were doing like the the skills relay. Okay. And the first part of it was a passer, um, was sending passes, and there was a person, um, close to the net, but um, on the close side of the circle, and then the other side of the circle, doing like one timers into the okay. net. And there was like a shooter tutor in the net, so they had to get it into the corners. And um, the white team was going first, and yes, he was on the orange team. And he noticed that the shooter tutor was not centered. So there was a bigger gap there than it should have been yeah. for the people like nurse who were shooting. So he kept skating over there to center it. Yeah. And Camilleri like tried to start fake fighting him. And nurse was like, get out of the way. We're trying to start. And he went back three times to fix it. And I was like, yes, he, someone communicate with him. Like, oh, I felt so bad. Oh, and then in the end, he ended up being one of the passers because I don't think he, like, really understood what was happening. But he he was the first one to skate, and he went very fast. So I was proud of him. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that McDavid was the fastest skater. Shocker. But am I correct in us seeing that he almost, like, biffed into the boards on one of his wide? Like, he took a turn a little bit wide? Oh, 100%. He ran into the boards, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so you took your niece. You went with your sister and your brother-in-law and your niece? Yes. And how did she like it? She, that's why I think maybe it was less fun than, than last year, because she was much less interested. Okay. We took the train there, which was very exciting, and I did the ask her were about adorable. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was very excited about it. Um, she thought it was going to be more of like a choo-choo train. Oh, okay. And was like a little bit disturbed by how maybe quiet it was, or oh, okay. I don't know. She had different expectations than what like, obviously an LRT train is. And wasn't really wild about being the windows. And she couldn't see. And she was having a tough time understanding what kind of underground meant. Right. I was like, all of the streets and the people, they're on top of us. And she would just, like, look at me like, what? On top? And, like, look above us. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just a bit too much for her brain. But I think she enjoyed it. She's very excited anytime Connor's name is said. Or sees Connor. Yeah. She unfortunately really likes Lucic because my brother in law really likes Lucic. So. You knew family. <laughs> and Lucic was really bad at everything. Um, so Alex from my website um, finally followed our podcast account on Twitter like yesterday. And he thought your little like lab tweets were just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's about. I ended up like having to take it over with my opinions because my niece was just like not saying things. <laughs> she was just like she was just sitting there, just like eating popcorn and just like looking around mm-hmm. and everything else. And she'd be like, look, it's Connor, and she'd just be like, Connor, and then she'd just like go back to eating her popcorn. So she really didn't have like much to say. Yeah, and she did last time, which was maybe a little bit disappointing. But she also didn't nap, and that was difficult later on. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> uh, I believe it. Yeah. So we, this morning before they left, uh, Kelsey did a little interview with Olivia, and we'll play that for you just now. Okay, 
So yesterday we went to the hockey game, right? Yeah. Why did we go to the hockey game? Because we see them the hockey. Because we see them the hockeys? Yeah. Okay, who did you see at the hockey game? Connor. Connor, and what was he doing? He was skating really fast. That's right. Do you like it when Connor, Connor skates fast? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, I really, I don't skate fast. This you don't though. skate fast? No. How come? Because I just, I just don't want to go skating. No? No, because it's too, too, uh, hey, can I do that? <laughs> yeah, just hold on. So, to get to the hockey game, how did we get there? <sighs> We take the train. We took. We we did take the train, didn't we? Yeah. How did you like that? Did you think it was fun to take the train? Yeah. Were you ever scared? No. You weren't. No. Not even when it went underground. No. <gasps> you were very brave, weren't you? Yeah. Nothing was getting me. Nothing was getting you. That's right. We were inside a train. Do you remember the noise that the train made when it started to go? Yeah. Do do. <laughs> That's right. Do do. <laughs> and then it opened the do- door. That's correct. Do you remember the treats that you had at the hockey game? Yeah. What did you have? Popcorn. How was the popcorn? Good. Good. What? <gasps> popcorn is in my room. It's still in your room? Yeah. You didn't finish it? No. You're very smart. Do you remember anything else from the hockey game that you liked? No. No? It was just Connor skating fast. <gasps> there was Teach. That's correct. Um. Uh. <laughs> oh. Who? Did you see? There was no Zambonis. There was no Zambonis. You're right. And and why there was no Zambonis? Well, I don't know. They didn't have to clean the ice, I guess. Do you remember how there were little kids that were skating with the Oilers? Yeah. That was cool, wasn't it? And and, and the brothers sitting with the Oilers. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember Yessie? Yeah. Yessie Pugliari. Very good. Do you remember anybody else that you saw? Yeah. Nucci? Nucci? He didn't play. He was sitting on the bench. Oh. Oscar? Oscar was there. That's right. Oscar? Hey, Megan has Oscar the kid because he's a grouchy kitty. He's a grouchy kitty. Megan, your babysitter? Yeah. Yeah. He's a grouchy kitty. Does yeah. he scratch you? Yeah. <gasps> oh, but no. Nuji doesn't. Nuji doesn't? No. She's another cat named Nuji? Yeah. This is a revelation. If you had a pet... Which oiler would you name your pet after? I don't know. Connor! <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Or, or, 
Or Nuji. Or Nuji? You really like Nuji? Yeah. What um, shirt did you wear to the game? Connor. Your Connor shirt? Yeah. Because he's your favorite? Yeah. I don't want to wear dry sidle. You wanted to wear dry sidle? No. You didn't. No, I wanted to wear uh, Connor. Connor shirt? Yeah, because he was on the white team, but he was not on the orange team. That's right, and your shirt was orange, wasn't it? Did you get any um, special gifts at the game? Did you go to the store? Uh-huh. What did you get? Um, a teddy bear. A pink teddy bear? Yeah. <gasps> That's very nice. You have I a have... lot of teddies now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah? I can't, I can't sleep with all of them. There's so many you can't sleep with all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. My mom told me I can't sleep with that guy. Which guy? The pink guy. That you could or couldn't? Could. Okay, that's very nice of her, isn't it? Hey, I just sleep that girl at my owl. <laughs> Do you have any other things that you want to talk about about how we went to the skills thing yesterday? Yeah. What? I saw a leaf. And, uh, and, and, that's it? I, I didn't get more things at the hockey game, I didn't. You didn't get any more things? No. No, just the teddy from the store, right? Yeah. Well, that was very nice of mom, wasn't it? Yeah? But Daddy didn't see it. <laughs> no. We go to... to hey, me and Daddy go to the, in the, the Oilers shopping. That's correct. He didn't let me have, have the pink teddy bear. He didn't? No. But then Mom got it for you, right? Because Mom's the better one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to say? No. No? No. Okay. Can you say bye, Megan? Bye, Megan. (laughs) So that was Olivia's recap of the skills competition and the train. Yeah. Um, Couple thoughts. (laughs) Hit me with it. (laughs) I feel like you need to find a new family since they like Bluetooth so much. Um, and I'm super impressed that she can pronounce Puliyarvi so well. Yeah, she loves him. She loves everything about him. Well, on, the other day, Britt posted a, um, a video of her on Instagram, like, with her tongue out, and asking who she was being, and she was, like, being Essie, and I thought that was adorable. Yeah, oh, we were laughing so hard, because we were just, like, walking through the store, because I have a Taylor Hall doll and Olivia has a McDavid one. I was like, if they make a Yessie one and it's got his fucking tongue out, I'm buying 80 of those. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh man, that'd be so great. Yeah. 
Yeah, so no, that was good. We should have Olivia on more often. <laughs> Asking questions. It was a difficult interview to do. <laughs> she was distracted at best. <laughs> but afterwards, she obsessively sat next to me and need- needed to hear the whole thing. Of course, of course, because she's just a narcissist like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, anything else about skills? Mm-hmm. What did the tickets cost? Yes. I don't know. My sister got them. I think they were like 20. Okay. But it was full. Was it? It was Good. full. Was it general seating or did you? You had to book your seats. Oh, you had to pick them. Yeah. Last time it was general and it was like crazy. Okay. First come, first serve. So like everybody was running around trying to get the best seats. Yeah. Um, ours weren't crazy good. We were in the uh, behind the net. Yeah. So we're a little bit far away, but. Um, still in the lower bowl, but I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go again. I'd only go again if Olivia wanted to go, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that, yeah, I think, that, and I think that kind of thing is set up for kids a little bit more mm-hmm. than it is for adults, because, like, I still, I mean, I like, I like sports, we know this, you like sports sometimes. <laughs> I do like sports. But it's just, it's just, I find sometimes the weird, like, adult I don't want to say infatuation, but, like, obsession with people younger than them playing the sports is a little strange. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Megan, like, you're saying this to us? No, but, I, no, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, like, the people that take stock in, like, the skills competition, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know. People it's that, just entertainment. Yeah, but people that go, like, like, because that kind of event to me is, like, set up for your kids, right? Until, oh, absolutely, and it should be. You know, but, like, but, you know, people who go with their their buddies that they own their season ticket, tickets with because I've been before not in not in the last like three four years but I've been before where people are like sitting in the stands like criticizing what the players are doing at the skills competition yeah. and like that to me is just just go away there are a few sections of that where it's just, it was like a lot of adults and I couldn't see any kids with them mm-hmm. and I was like eh. it feels weird it feels weird like I, I if I was here without my niece I would feel a little bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. More or less uncomfortable than the autograph session? Oh, much more, I think. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, because, like, to me, that's always sort of been, like, a thing, like, set up for kids. Because I saw on Twitter yesterday, a whole bunch of people that I know went with their kids or yeah. their nieces and nephews or... Because sometimes it's the only chance they get to go. Because it's cheap. Yeah. Relatively speaking. Um, apparently this week, I didn't know because I didn't get tickets from my dad from work. Apparently on Tuesday they did their like autograph yeah. session, and I was like, "What kind of two-bit organization does their autograph session on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday night?" And I was like, "Oh right, it's the Oilers, that kind." Yeah, because we went on a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm, which I think made a lot more sense because it started oh, at sure. five. Like the autograph started at five, and that's dumb because people are still at work. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, that's insane. And like we, when we went, we got there like. What was it? It was over an hour early, I was sure. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, I picked you up, and then we went, and... And it was cold. fucking freezing, and we still had, oh, God, hundreds of people in front of us, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. It was nuts. And the, that was when you could park there. Yeah. And not have to figure out how to get there. Yeah, I just... I mean, of course they did it on a Tuesday, because why wouldn't they do it on a Tuesday? But, like, you know... I just thought that that was, and I mean, now that I, knowing that their skills competition, I guess, is this weekend, that's why they didn't do it on, on Saturday or whatever. But they but could do the autograph 
signing anytime. Yeah, it would have made a lot more sense to do it on a weekend, I think. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, in March. Yeah. Like why January well, and February? At this point, the way the season's going, it's probably good they didn't do it in March. Because people probably wouldn't have shown up. Then why not do it in like November? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's weird. It's a very strange thing. It is weird. Um, other sports things. Sure. I'm a douchebag, apparently. Yep. Which is like a thing that I knew, so this wasn't a surprise to me. It's been decided. Um, so on Twitter the other day, Friday I guess it was, because yeah, we went out for dinner Friday, um, someone who I will not name on here, because he doesn't need that kind of attention from all, like, eight of you that are going to listen to this part, (laughs) um, but, uh, somebody who's an Oilers quote-unquote fan, um, made a list and, like, did, like, Twitter polls about who the biggest douchebags in the, both Edmonton media and the Edmonton blogger communities were and i made the list look at you the only woman on the list just breaking that glass ceiling i really wanted to win the tournament outright to Uh, take back the term douchebag as a gender neutral it would have never been you though based oh no based on the people that were there absolutely not because there's no way i could have beaten matt henderson no because he's a real asshole (laughs) (laughs) and we were with henderson the whole time it was going yeah we were we were with henderson on friday night and we all we thought it was really funny to be perfectly honest um, I couldn't believe it. Like, couldn't believe it. I think the thing that I that I find the most interesting is that I haven't interacted with the creator of that, um, of that poll, ever. Okay. And I have had him blocked for <laughs> forever. So then how is he seeing your stuff? Uh, because he's got people who screenshot things that I say and send them to him. Because people do that, apparently. Great. Um, but it was just, it was interesting seeing sort of some, I, I don't know what he thought people were going to do with it, but I thought it was really funny. So I just embraced it. And mm-hmm. I was, like, retweeting the poll. And I was like, vote for me, I want to win. Mm-hmm. And I beat Jonathan Willis because of course I did. Because he's Cause so Willis nice. Because Willis is, like, the nicest person. And he even, he even sent me a DM and he was like, you've run a good campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I, I think my inclusion on the list is basically because I'm the biggest Taylor Hall fan. That's, like, the only justification I could find. Mm. And I don't know how that makes me a douchebag. Doesn't make me a douchebag? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Ugh, this is so stupid. It's about sports. Yeah. It's about boys on skates. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break. Mm-hmm. Like, how can anyone care about anything that much to criticize someone else and make this public shame poll, which is what it was? Mm-hmm. To give themselves attention. Well, to make a public shame poll that basically criticizes people for how they choose to be fans of a team. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ultimately what it is. It's the same people that are like, ah, stop complaining about the team, you complaining complainers. Mm-hmm. But they complain about the complainers more than the complainers complain about the Twitter's team. Twitter's such a fucking cesspool. It really I'm so is. so tired of it. It, it, it. I've done a lot to, like, pare down the people that I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people that I still follow who I sometimes want to see what they have to say, but I have them muted so I don't have to see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier to find them later on without having like, oh, what's that username again? Um, but yeah, like I have a, a pretty small cohort of people that I actually talk to and pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because otherwise, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, and I know people that I follow who follow, like, 5,000 people. And I'm like, I follow 800 people, and that's too much. And, like, a solid third of that is, like, news organizations and, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and, like, nonprofits and stuff like that. And so, like, that's a different kind follow than actual people. I can't imagine trying to even navigate a feed that has 5,000 following accounts in it. No. Like, I guess you use, like, I don't know, TweetDeck or something to, like, parse it out or, like, make a list and just follow your list and go to the main. Yikes. But, yeah, it's, uh, it was really, it was interesting because, like, I embraced it. Henderson embraced it. Mm -hmm. Bag Milk embraced it. We were all, like, yeah, we're dicks, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we're not. Like, that's the thing. And I don't know, I can't remember if I made that... I don't know if it was me that said it to you guys or if I said it at work or whatever because I was laughing about it at work too but um, that like basically all the people on the blogger side of things with the exception of like one were just smart and mm-hmm. that's why we were on the list mm-hmm. uh, it's like basically a good list of people to follow if you want to follow like smart thoughtful people about the Oilers well some might disagree with that but no, but I mean, those of us that are on the list, like, we all follow each other anyway. Like, that was That's sort of true. the, you know, we're all part of it's, this. It definitely is, like, a a similar narrative comes from that section yes. of people. Yeah, but it's not, like, I don't know, we're not, like, inventing narrative. No. Just looking at facts, man. We're just looking at facts. Mm-hmm. And, like, people get mad at me when I tweet out my, like, points per game thing or whatever. Why do they get mad at you? <sighs> because you were it already. Why are they following you? That's exactly, yeah. That's exactly my question. Um, but, yeah, they get annoyed when I do it, and I'm just like, okay, hey, but I'm not saying anything. It's not a judgment. It is literally math. You mm-hmm. can't fake the math. If you'd like you need to show my work, I'll do that next time. But, like... And I'll even show that I go and I check the stats for both teams, like both players, every time, just to double check and make sure I get it exactly right. I don't understand people. If you are not liking what you're seeing on Twitter, you need to unfollow those accounts. Mm -hmm. You need to put your phone down. Mm -hmm. And maybe you need to quit Twitter. Because if you can't even talk to people and treat them like human beings... I don't know what your purpose is as a human, dude. Like, I think you don't have a purpose. If you're not trying to make other people's lives better each day, then you need to reevaluate your choices. Well, I'm like, it's not even, it's not even, you don't even have to try to make people's lives better every day. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to very actively try not, not to make them worse. Not make people's lives worse. Yeah, like, that's ultimately it. And I mean, like, we have it, maybe it's a little bit different you know, for us or whatever in our jobs because, like, our job is to not make people people's lives worse or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... And I feel like Twitter sort of magnifies some of that because you get this keyboard warrior. Because I think... Here's what happened. This is, this is, I think, where this came from because the day before when the Oilers played on Thursday night um, and Al Montoya started... He didn't talk to the media before, mm-hmm. um, before the game, and I understand that like that's kind of their obligation or whatever. But at the same time, perhaps if like just in general, sports reporters would ask better questions, like how do you prepare for a game like this? Who the fuck cares? Like, 
you know, because it's always the same pregame questions, always, 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 mm-hmm. and it's always the same canned answers, right? And and I think that as fans, I'm we just kind here of, to not get fined or whatever. Yeah, like if everybody just did the Marshawn Lynch thing, like it would be funny mm-hmm. for about a week, but it's true because it's basically saying the same thing. So Montoya didn't talk to the press, and then Ryan Rashog from TSN went on went to Twitter mm-hmm. and basically called that into question and called um, Montoya fragile mm-hmm. for not talking to the media. The day after Bell Let's Talk. Yeah, the day after Bell Let's Talk, of which TSN is a subsidiary a big partner, yeah. company of Bell Media. Mm-hmm. But even beyond that, the notion that like calling somebody fragile because they don't want to talk to some like media hack who's gonna ask him the same question that he's heard before every start in his career. Mm-hmm. Like who cares? It's a big who cares. Yeah. It's like, a big who cares. I know for a fact when we write pregames and postgame stuff, they don't get read nearly as often as anything else that we put on our site. Because it doesn't matter. Because no one cares. Because everyone watches the game. Yeah. But let me tell you, when I say that something's dumb in a postgame, I I hear about it. Um, like when Nuge got hurt. Mm-hmm. In that, because he got hit, and then there was a dumb fight after he got hit, and I was like, it was just the dumbest fight. And someone's like, if you say anything about Ryan Nugent Hopkins is dumb, you're dumb. And I was like, okay, first of all, you didn't read. Second of all, holy shit. Um, but it was so that's kind of I think where this started, and I think that because Rashad kind of doubled down and gave a non-apology apology. Mm-hmm. He was like, sorry if if, if you, you were offended, offended. instead I fucking of fucking hate that. Instead of sorry if I offended you. I'm sorry that my actions and words were offensive. Um, and so I think that's where this came from, is sort of my, my thinking. I think that's where um, this whole like douchebag pull came from. It's no coincidence that it was created by a guy who has dirtbag in his Twitter mm-hmm. handle. Um, but I think that's where it came from. And I, I took it kind of funny. I don't know. I thought it was funny. And I think, I, it's, I, I think it's very sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, is what it is. That this person would gain personal joy by essentially targeting other people for abuse. That's what it is. It's targeted abuse. Like, I don't know what else it could be. And I don't know to, I don't know what end he was looking for. That's the thing that I don't. Well, he got that's, like hundreds of votes. But that's a, but I, but I don't think that was the. He whole got point. to be the big man on Twitter. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, what his end goal was because ultimately, like, it none of none of it matters really. Mm-mm. Like, I mean the pe- and the people that made the list. Like people, like I said, like people that I like, like Henderson and Ryan Batty and Jonathan Lewis and Dennis King, like they're all reasonably intelligent people mm-hmm. who have thoughts about the team, mm-hmm. and those thoughts about the team are based not just on emotional responses to things. Sure. Like we're not; they're not just like watching the scoreboard and being like, "Oh yeah, this team's bad." They're they're doing a little bit more digging as to why this team is maybe not as good as it could be um and but by saying it and like repeating it or whatever it is that you're doing you know people get annoyed by it I guess I don't know I find it just very bizarre 
And like you said, like if you don't like what someone's saying, just unfollow them. Yeah. Like uh, I'm so tired of this stuff. Somebody lot late last night asked on Twitter, like, you know, with blocking people or whatever, like if you find out you've been blocked by someone, um, what do you do? I'm like, I automatically block them. Because like if they've decided that what I have to say isn't good enough for them, then why should they or, or what they have to say isn't good enough for me, why should they get the opportunity to look at what I have to say? Like, really? Yeah, I just... I just... I don't get it. Like, I don't... I don't get it. <sighs> Eat at Arby's. <laughs> but there's now a new douchebag poll, and it's a fan poll. Uh-huh. So now it's like... Now, in, like, at the very least, and I'll say this, like, sure, whatever. He picked people from the media. There was, like, Rashog Inspector, and, um... I don't know who else was on there. Van Deest and other... It was all, like, Edmonton media, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was all, like, people who write about the Oilers. Mm-hmm. So people who blog about the Oilers, who have, like, a presence more than just being, like, a fan on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I will at least say that, at the very least, like, the first time around, he, like, targeted people who have made themselves sort of publicly Available. open to criticism. Right. And, like, oh, that's fair enough, whatever. You do what you do. Um, but now it's literally... Just people on Twitter. Just people on Twitter. And then he picked, like, random women because there wasn't enough female representation. Because he's a feminist, apparently. Apparently. And I was like, well, why didn't you think harder about that before? Because there's other women who write about the others. Um, I can name some if you want. But, like, I was just sort of like, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so when I sent this to Kelsey saying that this is a thing, she called me a masochist. Yes. But then she sent it back to me. She's like, wait, are you the only woman on this list? And I was like, yes. She's like, burn the fucking patriarchy down. <laughs> I did. Um, so I tried really hard to uh, to win that title back and make it gender neutral, but it was unsuccessful. I was defeated by Kurt Levins somehow. Um, but I never would have beat Matt Henderson. No. Because everybody hates Matt. They really shouldn't. They really shouldn't. He's, he's a very like, nice guy. He's super nice and he's super smart. He was very concerned about what I could eat at dinner. He was. He was very concerned and thoughtful and bought a pickle for me, which yeah. was very nice. And it was funny, when they split the bill, I we, everybody who was on that meat platter paid for a point four of the pickle. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, they did. That's so sweet. I'm so uh, happy to be invited and leave my house. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and it was fun, too, because we got, yeah, so we went for dinner on Friday night with, like, we call it on, on the, on the Twitter, a blogger summit, so, like, it was me and Henderson and Mike Fail and Avery, mm-hmm. and, uh, some non-bloggers, but that's okay, that's just kind of whoever shows up, um, and it's fun, because they're all, like, we don't all necessarily agree 100% about, like, the Oilers, and, like, Fail's a Flames fan, um, but it's all people who are like like minded about, yes, the sport or whatever, and so it's fun. And it's we all have the same biases. Yes, absolutely. Which is who you. It's hang an out echo with. chamber. <laughs> it is an echo chamber. But those are the people that you choose to surround yourself with, and people who agree with you on either agree with you yeah. or at least don't disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't necessarily mean they agree, but at least they'll like take your point and sort of roll with it. Um, and we learned that Avery has an inside hat and an outside hat. <laughs> He, that, I nearly <laughs> lost my shit. He also stone cold just snubbed the seat next to me, he which did. I'm very offended by. <laughs> Walked all the way around the table. Ugh, Avery. Thought we were cool, man. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was lots of fun. And the first time I went to one of those was like four days after they traded to their hall. And at that point, I said something. <laughs> I can't remember what I said, but it was I like acknowledged out loud that Taylor Hall wasn't going to be an Oiler. And the table, all seven of them, just like looked at me. And I was sitting beside Henderson. He's like, "You okay?" And I was like, "I think so." <laughs> like, I think I need a drink. Is what I need. <laughs> Uh, and then and then it was fine. It wasn't fine, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about this list and sort of how you know where sort of where the genesis was and whatever. And I mean, obviously, like the team sucks. So this is the point that we're at now. Is picking on fans. just next to each other. Yeah. Again, I want to reiterate this. This is grown men going around a sheet of ice mm-hmm. on metal blades mm-hmm. and shooting. A rubber disc. Shoe knives. Shoe knives, thank you. Shooting a rubber disc into a net. Yeah. This is what we're arguing about. Mm-hmm. This is what people have, like, <sighs> lost legitimate friendships over. Is this. I can't possibly imagine. Um, so because the people that will, will, will read these and understand what we're doing, I'm going to say this here. One of the guys that writes for my site, we're going to do an experiment. For the right around trade deadline day, and I'm gonna write a piece about what started this this real bad slide mm-hmm. for the Oilers, and I'm gonna write about Griffin Reinhardt. Okay. And he's gonna write about the Taylor Hall trade. Uh huh. But we're gonna post the articles under each other's names. Interesting. And see what happens. What happens? I know 100% what's gonna happen, but I'm very curious to see what the feedback is. Yeah. Um, and we're doing that on purpose. Huh. I, part of me thinks that I should write the Taylor Hall one and he should write the Griffin Reinhardt one. That's what I think you should and do. And we do it the other way around. That's what I think you should do because they'll. But I think expect I, that you are the one that has the Taylor Hall opinion. Um, but I also think that he could do a better job writing with the Taylor Hall trade than I could, and like be less emotional about it to write about it. So I feel like that's where we'll go with it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a little experiment, and I can say that on this because the people that are gonna get mad about it definitely don't, don't listen, listen to this to podcast because they hate me. So, <laughs> and they all probably voted for me in that poll. Oh my gosh. Um, that's How okay. How many people voted each time? I don't know. I used um, I used uh, all of the accounts that I have access to to vote. Which for I found out were five. Um. So the first round, there were nine, for mine alone, there were nine hundred and fifty-one votes up you guys that's and so fucked up I got 55% of those votes that's so and Jonathan Willis who is literally the nicest person ever somehow got 45% I'm so angry about this I, I don't have words anymore I'm just angry so you can imagine that not everybody um not everybody voted probably in all of the polls I would say um but I would imagine that a large number of people participated in that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's that. I'm a douchebag. It feels like that there's a, there's a song on Beavis and Butthead about being an asshole. I feel like that should be my theme song. Reminds me of the Dennis Leary song about assholes. Yeah. Um, there you go. Like there's, there's nothing about this that's good. <laughs> Makes me so angry. Really well, and now there's like, and now I'm, I'm seeing on Twitter like people are mad that, that fans have been chosen, because like I said before, at the very like, whatever it is, what it is, but at the very least, at first he picks people who are like, 
public figures have made themselves up, and that's yeah. that's one thing. That's now you're a, just attacking people on Twitter for sharing different opinions than you. Yeah. And I'm just reading a tweet that I see here is like, I don't care what the polls say. If you created the douche bracket, especially without asking someone if they were okay with participating, you are obviously the biggest douche. A hundred percent. And I think that's probably fair. Um, and so the nation, Dan, I saw this, is doing a bracket of like favorite Oilers Twitter follows. Yeah. Where he's getting people to nominate. And I, I don't know how for sure he's going to run this. Um, but maybe it just like, you know, if you keep seeing the same names over and over again, that's different than people like this person's an asshole. Yeah. Um. But that's also not how you combat this. No. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very apathetic right now. Eat at Arby's. I don't fucking care. Eat at Arby's until you die so that you don't have to go on Twitter again. Like, <laughs> I was just going to, like, suggest that the creator of the poll should eat at Arby's until he dies, but maybe that's a little bit on the nose. Oh, another sports thing that I want to talk about, just real quick, because it happened yesterday. Um, J.J. Watt won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award at the NFL Awards. That's lovely. Um, and there was people mad about it. Because, like, well, it's not like he donated his own money. And I was just, like, spearheaded, like, a $37 million fundraising effort and has been, like, instrumental in distributing funds and supplies. And, like, there was pictures of him on his Instagram and on Twitter, like, this week at one of the daycares that they helped to rebuild. And people like, oh, I don't even know, you don't even know where the money's gone to. And I'm like, you could look at his fucking social media, you dicks. Of course you know where the money's gone to. Who did they want it to win? Oh, I don't know. Tom fucking Brady? I don't know. But then there was was an argument to be made about Chris Long, who donated his entire playing salary this year to scholarship, a scholarship fund. Wow. Um, because he's like, I've got enough, I don't need any more. Uh-huh. And that was his sort of way of making a difference. And someone suggested that Colin Kaepernick should have been a right in. I was like, yeah, but he didn't play this year. So it kind of. Yeah. And every he team. Has character problems. Yeah. And every team, I think, I think if I remember right, every team nominates a guy from their organization. And then mm-hmm. however it's chosen, is chosen. And so the Packers nominated Clay Matthews because he works quite, does quite a lot of work um, every year with uh, charity about uh, for. Um, muscular dystrophy, like a, a oh. specific kind of muscular dystrophy called Duchenne syndrome. Okay. Um, and it affects only boys. Um, and it's like if there's something, it's a, it's a chromosomal, yeah, um, Defect disorder or whatever. Yeah. And he works. That's like that's the the cause that he's chosen, and he works quite a lot with the society. And it's like because it's super rare, and because yeah. it's so rare, it's very poorly funded. And very poorly understood, and so that's his job. So, like, what he's sort of taken on is to bring some awareness and, um, and money and fundraising efforts towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was nominated from the Packers, but then like I was like, man, I was like, that'd be cool if he won. But I was like, if JJ Watt doesn't win this, there's no justice in the world. No, because like, how could you not? And thinking about who had the biggest impact, sure, Chris Long donated his whole salary to scholarships, but yeah, JJ Watt possibly affected millions of people yeah and and there's something with that community spirit part of things and like sort of the notion of like the man of the year like absolutely i think that's great and to truly be larger than the sport like that's that's phenomenal good for him 
Um, and also, one other sportsy thing that I just saw that you retweeted. Um, me? I retweeted a sports thing? Yeah. Oh boy, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it said, um, just Taylor Hall for her heart trophy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> I mean... Hashtag always on brand, Megan. Hashtag always, always on, brand. on brand. But the thing about that is that, like, this has got to be in the conversation. I don't know how he can't be. If they make the playoffs, he has to be in the conversation. Like, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because the MVP, and, like, they said on Puck Soup a couple weeks ago when they were talking about, like, Nathan McKinnon and, and whatever, the MVP isn't necessarily the best player. Mm-hmm. It should be the player who is the most valuable to, to their that team. team. Yeah. And if and you... He absolutely is. He's, well, I did the math yesterday because I was, I, was, I was interested, and he's been in on... Um, something like 34 35% of all of their goals mm-hmm. this year. Well, and the majority of those have been either, have been primary points like scoring it or the first assist, not the second assist. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he's and he's got like 27 more points or something or like whatever or 23 more points than the next, than the person, next person on the team. Um so he's on pace for 80. You want to talk about someone like carrying a team. Oh, for sure. And if they make the playoffs, he has to be in that conversation. Yeah. But he won't. He might. Well, I'm, I think there's this like he com- plays it. He plays in the East now, though. So, but I think there's this complex against New Jersey. Think so? Like now that I'm a fan of them and like I'm sort of reading and listening to see how often Jersey's in the conversation. Not often. Not often because they're for whatever reason the Islanders have more kind of focus because it's so embattled what's happening with their organization like where are they going to play next year what's Mm -hmm. happening with Tavares like there's a lot of questions there whereas Jersey's very stable but they're the smallest I think in that market Mm -hmm. and so they really aren't a focus and they're not a piece of the conversation maybe not but I mean at the very least he's playing in the east now and Mm -hmm. so like more people by default will pay attention yeah, if that was happening out here, you know. Well, it seems like there's been a lot of media attention on Puck Soup, even. That's all about Edmonton. <laughs> I hope they come. Oh, I know, because Edmonton's a tire fire. I hope they come and do a live show here. I know, I'd go. I would, too. For sure, I'd go. Avery and I were talking about it, and I was like, I would be in the front fucking row for that. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't like that look that you're giving me, but no, you know I what that looks oh I know exactly what that you. looks for, but no, I think it'd be so great if they came and did that. That'd be amazing. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I'm really curious as to how many people would come, and like even when they went to Philly, they said a lot of shit about Philly at that Philly show. I'm curious how well that would go over here. Oh, we would we would hate it. Edmontonians have such an inferiority complex, oh my god. Like, I made a comment of not that long, do you remember the knife wielding, like the machete wielding, whatever from the, the, remember the Calgary flood in like 2013, and then somebody on Huffington Post, I think, said that if that same flood had happened in Edmonton, everyone would be like machete wielding, whatever, whatever, I can't remember what the, oh, I know. And I I made a comment about that, and like, joking about it, just recently, because someone's like, you know. You like your city in five words, and so I was like machete, whatever machete okay. wielding something, something maniacs. I can't remember what the phrase is, and people were like, "What are you talking about? We don't." And I was like, "It's the fucking thing from like it's four or five years ago yeah. here." Like I'm not saying that that we're that, but yeah, I think. But I also think that like puck soup's a pretty niche sort of thing that it wouldn't, 
You know what I mean? A like, niche sort of thing that has, like, what is it, like, 1,300 Patreon supporters? Yeah, but, like, but here in the city, I, I think it would be pretty, I think the people that would show up would be... Buy-in. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, they're going to want to go. Yeah. They're probably not going to go to Heckledon. Some people would. Some people I would. I will amend my statement. But I know lots of people that would go to that for, like, the the show itself. To get Schlemkoed? Yes. Speaking of Schlemkoed, the Ducks got Schlemkoed last night. Because <laughs> David Schlemkoed scored his first goal as a hab against the Ducks. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. That's fine. Um, I feel like, but I also would like for them to come to play Schlemkoed. Because I think if Avery got up there to play, he would win. Oh, he'd crash. Like, he'd hands for sure down. crush, for sure. I'd have to do a little bit of research to, like, remember what years guys played here, but a friend of mine and I, we used to do this, like, obscure oiler thing, and we would just, like, text each other names of former oilers back and forth, mm-hmm. and the eventual winner was basically decided by, like, the number of days in between Trying to texts. come up with it? Yeah, trying to come up with it. And you couldn't look it up, you just had to, like, you know. Think. Yeah. yeah. And so, um... And we did that at work too last year in June. We were counting down the days until the end of the semester. And so we made, because we had nothing else to do with our time. So we, at lunchtime one day, we were going Oilers from like 33 down to one. Mm-hmm. And they were trying, they were na- all naming guys from like the last like six or seven years. And, I would, and I'd get down to like, um, we got, I can't remember what number it was. Got down to 14 and they were like, oh, Jordan Everly. And I was like, pfft. Matt Lindgren, obviously, and they looked at me, and then we got down to number six, and they were like, Adam Larson, and I was like, fuck you all, I was like, Jeff Norton, and then one of the guys was like, I don't even think that's a real person, and so they looked him up, and I was like, oh yeah, he was, I was like, he's on a poster, on a team poster that's in, like, my parents' basement, so <laughs> I remember it. Jeff Norton. Yeah, he was a defenseman. I was thinking about this watching the scales yesterday, because they were, like, listing all the people competing, and I was like... If these guys weren't on the Oilers, would they be on any other team? Maybe the Arizona Coyotes? Like, for example, Kajula. Oh, no. For example, Pekarainen. Oh, no. For example, Slepeshev. Maybe. He's got more of an upside than those other two, but maybe not. It depends. Arizona, like, yes. Maybe. And yeah. it's just like going through the list of these names, and it was just like, hmm... We're really not that much different than, you know, the the baby years of Hall and Eugene Eberly, where it was just like fucking mess underneath them. It's true. Um, so that's all for sportsy things. We talked a lot about sportsy things. Okay. Uh, do you have anything? Mm. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Nothing. I got nothing. You watching anything? No. No. Didn't watch a single thing this weekend or do anything. We have decided our next uh, movie live commentary is going to be King Arthur. Yes. There was a lot of confusion about that because I did not put 2017 next to the King Arthur. You guys, I know. Stop tweeting me about it. Yeah, it's the one with Charlie Hunnam because why would it be? It's the new sexy one. Hello. (laughs) The one that we've already talked about on this podcast. Yes. Um, Got a lot of shit from that from Malcolm, and I had to clarify, and he was like, well, fuck that, I vote Battleship. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, friend, but you lose. I would also do a live commentary of Battleship. I also don't want to watch that movie again. 
because I did watch it last week and was like, Ooh. I kind of wish you had it. I kind of wish we you would we could have done the commentary with you watching it for the first time. Yeah, it would have been pretty great because my texts you were pretty angry yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, it would have been pretty awesome if you'd have not watched it because I think that would have been way more fun. Yeah, because then I feel in that case you would have been like almost like June on how did this get made, which is just like I think I saw this but I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been listening to the ones over the past few weeks? No, I haven't listened in some time. Because oh, she's, she's filming in Montreal, so she's actually not there with them. Okay. It's like mostly, um, how did this get made all-star episodes with two special guests instead of just one. Okay. But what she does is, Paul tells her the title of the movie that they're doing. Okay. And then she records a video of what she expects the film is about, and then they play it during their performances it's amazing huh she's like mm, having not seen this movie and really going over just what the title is about this is what i feel that's really funny <laughs> it's really good it's hilarious um i saw somebody on twitter i don't remember where i saw it they were talking about phantom thread yep and saying that it was a masterpiece and i was like I feel like that might not be true. Uh, people like to say that about PTA. Like, they said that The Master was a masterpiece, too. I really... I couldn't get through it. I watched, like, a half an hour and then gave up. I'm sorry, Davis, if you ever listened to this. I liked The Master, but I didn't love it. And I think it was great. Like, you know, it was... I watched it, but it wasn't... I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I just don't know what they think was masterful about Phantom Thread. Yeah, I didn't read it. I just saw the. I just saw the thing, so I have no idea. Um, I. Uh, I'm curious though about Black Panther because I've heard so many great things about it, and mm-hmm. I really can't wait to see it. I know it's still what like two weeks away. Two weeks away. Ugh. I know. That super sucks. But yeah, just listening to just listening to what people have had to say about it, like and how how great it is. So in. So we're gonna go see it that weekend. Yeah. It's also the family day weekend. Yeah. And I'm assuming that might be a good time for us to record our watch episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So Absolutely. we're gonna have like an hour that's just about Black Panther. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. Maybe like what's happening with the Olympics. Yeah. Because that's very exciting. When does that start? Like Thursday, Friday? The 8th. Yeah, Thursday. That's Wednesday. Or no? Thursday. Thursday? And then we'll just have another episode that's just us watching King Arthur. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a delightful way to spend a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, we don't really have much else, I don't think, because there's nothing, I don't really do anything either. I'm just, like, still reading Star Wars fan fiction, that's all I'm doing. I know, you have a problem. And reading. Actually, no, I mean, I've been reading other stuff, too. That's all, like, I've, that's all I've been reading. But I've been reading a lot of it. I've been reading nothing. And the problem, I've, I mean, the problem with reading fan fiction in the volume that I'm reading it in is that sometimes it's hard to remember like what goes with what that's the problem Mm -hmm. but it's just so much easier sometimes than like getting invested into new characters than like like reading something new it's like I already know who the characters are I can just like deal with the story yeah so so you just stick with what you got yeah um I did I was I've almost through season six of Bob's Burgers um and I'm kind of dying it's pretty funny I love Bob's um there's a a thing that I say a lot to my friend Reba, um, when she complains about something, or she, I don't know, she'll, like, say, like, 
It's like, uh, I don't want to. I like it's. I, so the example in Bob's Burgers yesterday was they were looking for their old couch, um, for reasons that are better left unexplained. Mm-hmm. But Bob's like, hey, it's the old train depot, and Jean's like, you're the old train depot, and that's like what I say to Reba when she says something. And I just, it was like two o'clock in the morning, and I just about died. <laughs> I was like, I'm not the only person, because. There's, uh, on YouTube, and I'll, if I can find the link, I'll send it to you, so you can put it on our post for it. There's a video of, like, the best movie insults of all time. It's, like, the 100 best. And I don't know what movie it is. I have no idea. Um, but this guy's, like, th- like just, like, beating the shit out of a telephone, like, a landline telephone. And <laughs> this woman's, like, it's a fucking inanimate object. And he turns to her, and he's, like, you're a fucking inanimate object. And oh I think God. it's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, and so when I saw that little scene on Bob's Burgers last night, I just about died and I texted her about like quarter after two. <laughs> Which she didn't answer. Good no, because she's a. Because she was asleep. Like, like a normal, normal person, person sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I haven't really. I, don't, I haven't really done much either. Um, that's like interesting or worth talking about, I don't think. It's a busy time for us. It's a busy time and it's cold as shit. Ugh. Um, but we do have lots of questions because I got some from some friends and then there's a few on the Twitter. Okay. So first question is for my friend Aaron, and speaking of being cold, why haven't I been able to acclimatize to the cold in this cold snap? I'm pretty much over winter at this point, which isn't good. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's been a rough one. We were very blessed because we really didn't have winter set in until like that week before Christmas. Yeah, and then it was really cold. And then it was really, really cold. And then, then, it, then it warmed, warmed up again. a little bit the second week of January, and then it's just been hell ever since. Yeah. I will say this. I like that there's snow. Because um, it's clean. It's clean. It cleaned up. And I also like, I particularly like driving around snow better than like when streets that have been bladed. Yeah. Um, that being said, people are dumb mm-hmm. when they drive. Mm-hmm. So like, figure it out. Stop running yellows. Stop not even trying to stop. Like I can appreciate if the person behind you is too close. I get that. I'll do that I sometimes. I get that. Where I'm like, I'm going to, I'll like hit the brakes and I'm like, nope, you're not going to stop. And then I'm going to go. But, but I at that's least not hit, what's happening. But I at least hit the brakes to like see if they're going to try and stop. Yeah. It's really bad on the south side where I just see people like it's changed yellow and it's changed red and they're just like staying at 60 and they're just going. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, if you can't stop going 60, you're going too fast. You're not driving for the conditions. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, like on Friday when we went to uh, when we went for dinner, I left work. I had to go get some gas, and I left work at like five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I went and got gas, and then I went to White Ab, and it took me an hour to get there, mm-hmm. which wasn't bad. Like traffic moved the whole time. It was just slow, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I was watching people just be absolute idiots, and like stop in intersections because oh they tried to beat the light or whatever i'm just like just stop trying to beat the light like, who cares like calm down yeah. if everyone slowed down about five kilometers an hour it would be so much safer it would be safer and there would be way less stress on the roads yeah because you just like you just kind of go um but as to aaron's question i don't know because like i'm having i'm really struggling to i'm kind of notorious for not having the heat up in my house very much I can attest. Um, yeah, my house is cold. Um, but I actually plugged my fireplace in last night. Oh, shit. Because it was, like, because the problem, I mean, part of the problem is, like, if I turn the heat up too much, then upstairs, 
gets really hot and I don't like it. Like when my bedroom's hot, I, I don't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and that's one of the reasons why my bed is under the window. So even in the wintertime, I can like pull the blind a little bit and like the cold air that's trapped the between the blind and the window like is there and it's kind of nice. So I like to keep my house at about 18 when I'm home and then I'll turn it down a little bit overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night it, that was too cold. Mm-hmm. And so I, I turned the fireplace on and it warmed up the downstairs nicely without having to warm up the upstairs and it was A+. Plus. Perfect. Um, but yeah, like I find finding for me too, it's hard to acclimatize. And my fingers are always cold. Yeah, I really don't like, like that. I don't like fingers being cold and I don't like toes being oh, cold. It sucks. Um, no, it's been tough. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm tired of like having to put on like another layer and then the jacket and then the mitts and like tuck my sleeves into my mitts and my arms, you know, like I'm just, I'm tired. I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, it's not fun to go outside when outside's trying to kill you. No. But then uh, yesterday, I shoveled my driveway yesterday because I wasn't sure if you were coming to my house or if I was going to come here. Mm-hmm. So I shoveled it because I was like, well, it's not fair to make her get out in like a foot of snow. Um, now we're here, which is fine. But when I left today, uh, I was going to leave at like quarter after 10. <laughs> when I left, the, the guy was like just shoveling the driveway beside mine because I shared a driveway with somebody. Um, and then because there was tire tracks, they like have basically like compressed air ultimately. It's like a leaf blower, but like essentially it's, it's like a pressure washer without the water and they just like blow away all of the, all of the packed down snow and that's what they were doing. So I had to wait until they were done. Um, cause like I paid for that. So it's nice that that's done, but also I feel bad for them because there are people who legitimately don't shovel their driveways. And I was like, well, I mean. It was nice yesterday. It was nice and sunny, and like you could actually feel a little bit of heat from the sun, even though it was yeah. cold out. And I was like, yeah, this is the fine. wind was down. It was yeah, it was survivable for sure. Yeah, but it was not pleasant. I looked at the forecast though, and I'm hoping that next week, um, next weekend, the forecast holds because it's supposed to be like minus ten as a low. Yeah. And if it's that, then I'll definitely like get out and take some pictures, maybe. That might be nice. If yeah. it's because like I was thinking about going last night, but it was like minus twenty five. I'm like, that's dumb. Um, a question from Riva. We can both attest, we can both answer this one. Why is it so hard to climb out of the dumpster? And how come I don't want to? It's a good question. Because the dumpster feeds you. It does. It makes you feel whole. Keeps you warm. Keeps you warm. And people continue to throw good shit into the dumpster. They really do. And as long as they keep throwing good shit in the dumpster, you might as well stay. Yep. And when you don't want them to throw any more shit, you can pull the lid. That's true. And you can, like, keep yourself... You can keep the rain out and the snow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is in a group chat with Reva and Aaron, and Aaron's like, elaborate? And then Reva's like, Maggie knows my dumpster problems. They're the same as hers. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretty much. They super are. Um, but this is, a re- this is maybe the best question that we've gotten in a while. Who is the best dame? Judy Dench, Helen Mirren, or Maggie Smith? It's a really good question. Okay, so this is not, just to clarify, this is not an FMK. No, but we do have one of those from Amanda. I did see that. Yeah, but She's a genius in <laughs> FMKs, oh my god. At least at least she's not making us pick between, like, potato hockey players this time. I think, I honestly think it's Dame Maggie Smith. Yeah? Because she gives absolute no fucks, and I think that's the perspective that a dame should embody, because they truly, she truly is better than all of us. She really is. I'm a particular fan of Helen Mirren. I do love Helen Mirren as well. I, I enjoyed more than probably most people that Helen Mirren was in the, the most recent Fast and Furious. 
um, and her role was just so unlike what you would expect from her. She's just having fun. And she, but like her presence on screen was just so commanding anyway. Like it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll take this. Um, I like Judy Dench as well. I love all of them. Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. It's a very good question. It's a hard one. Um, I got some questions from a friend who wants to be, who wants to remain nameless. I'll tell you after. It's no big deal. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the scariest non-horror movie you've ever seen? <sighs> scariest non-horror movie. I try not to watch things that scare me, so... The Little Mermaid, maybe? <laughs> like, when Ursula gets big? I don't know. Well, it's gotta be, like, it's gotta be the content that's scary. Mm-hmm. Right? Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a particular fan of being scared when I watch stuff, so I try not no, to me neither. do that. I need some time to think about it. Come back to it. But I do also remember being terrified by, like, the West Wing of the Castle of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, for sure. As a small child? As a small child, too, like, Edward Scissorhands really scared me. Mm-hmm. But I watched it again as an adult and taught it as a film study. It's delightful. And it's so delightful. Yeah. It truly is. Um, if you were... Here's a hockey question. If you were Vegas, what moves would you make approaching the trade deadline? Honestly, I don't know if I'd make any. I don't know if you really want to, right? No. Like, why... Why mess with that chemistry that clearly is there and is super strong right now? Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, if you can bring up somebody who could maybe, um, I don't know, I'd have to look at their at some of their numbers, but like maybe somebody for special teams, you know, someone who can win. Maybe, I don't, I don't know, but like maybe a fourth line guy for like who can win face offs and play penalty yeah. kill. That's like kind of what all teams need, sort of. So, yeah. but other than that, I don't know if I'd mess. With, I mean, they've had like nineteen goalies this year, and that hasn't seemed to bother them. So, like whatever they're yeah, doing is working. Why mess with their ring? Um, and this is a really good question too. What movie soundtrack would you choose for your own biopic? So an, an existing movie soundtrack mm-hmm. for a movie about your life. That's a great question. Well, I always tell Chris that like my actual theme song is My Inner Ninja, but the video of it is me just like walking and bumping into things. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know the animated film Hercules <laughs> okay I can it see has it to be, it has to be a musical it has oh for to be you absolutely it has to be a musical yeah, yeah. Her- I like I like Hercules for you that's good um I don't know I've I like he texted me last night and I've had lots of time to think about it and I still don't have an answer um cause my favorite film like my favorite movie soundtracks are just instrumental scores right like yeah those are my favorites all of the time they're all Hans Zimmer uh pretty much or James <laughs> Newton Howard those seem or to James be like Newton those yeah. I'm a particular fan of the soundtrack for Last of the Mohicans like That's the right. theme is great um I don't know like that's a really hard question for me mm-hmm. I don't know I, don't, I mean, there's, but I guess for me, like, there's elements of different ones that I would, like, combine to make one. Um, but I don't know if I could pick. Maybe if we ever had time, that's what we would do, is make a... Ooh, yeah. A, a film score soundtrack to our lives. Okay. 
That could be like another special, like a spring break project. Yeah. Or something. Um, yeah, so thanks for that question because I That's don't. It's a hard one. It is a hard one. Um, I'll think about it and I'll see if I can come back to it. Um, did you get any? You had questions from Malcolm, didn't you? Not no. this week, no. Um, didn't he have like Super Bowl prop bets or something? Oh, yes, he did. I have to find it though because I'm zero preparedness today. That's okay. While you're finding it, um, questions from Amanda. Just Amanda? Ooh, this is a good question, too. Um, okay, question from Hattrick Swayze, which is a great name. <laughs> um, can you hear the radio when you're traveling with the speed of sound? Maybe? I wish I'd seen this last night. I would have done a little bit of looking into it. But I feel like you'd be able to hear. Yeah? No? Well, I feel like you should. But is it, is it traveling at the speed of sound in space? Because there's no waves to create sound in space. Right, but if you're like the, the if you're like trying to like recreate a sonic boom on Earth, you know, like on the salt yeah. flats, then maybe? It's a I really good question. I think you should be able Probably. to. Like, you, I could, you could definitely hear stuff, but the radio is an interesting question because those waves are traveling at that speed as well. So is there a point at which... Like you should. If you if you know the answer to this question, please tell us because yes. I don't actually know, and I would really love to know. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting one. Um, I have the. Okay, I'll do this one first uh, from Amanda because it's about Super Bowl, and then um, you will do those ones. So Amanda says, since it's Super Bowl Sunday and possibly the most painful matchup ever, because I think she's a Giants fan and that's her own problem. Um. But, uh, I mean, I get it. If you're a Giants fan, you don't want the Eagles to win and you hate the Patriots. I understand. Um, so she's not watching. She says, what is the most horrible championship matchup you can think of in any sport? Like, where you just wish both teams could lose and end your misery? Oh, Cleveland versus the Warriors, for sure. (laughs) It's just not interesting anymore. Well, clearly it's not going to happen this year, so. It's just, um. I don't like the idea of super teams. No, they're kind of... No, because, I mean, there comes a point where... It's just predictable. There's just no compelling narratives. Um, I'm for, sorry, Chris. So, basketball, Cleveland versus Warriors, that's fair. Do you have another sport one that... Um, anything with goddamn Bayern in it. <laughs> I spent... Uh, most of my sports watching is spent watching... German soccer, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's perfectly okay. Um, I would say I don't particularly care about basketball. Um, the potential of a Patriots Vikings Super Bowl was very real there for a minute, and that would have been awful. Mm-hmm. I would have hate watched just for the commercials. Um, oh, in I could baseball, talk about the idea of people watching sports for commercials. For probably an hour, Megan. But continue. But the Super Bowl commercials are great. Um, I think for baseball, it would be the Blue Jays in the World Series. Because I just fucking hate them. Mm -hmm. And I don't care who they're playing. Like, the Blue Jays and literally anybody. Like, I don't hate any National League team with the vitriol that I hate the Blue Jays and or the Red Sox. Like, I just don't. So I don't particularly care. And in hockey... 
Um, I don't really... I don't really care. I don't really ever want to see the Canucks win a Stanley Cup, just because it's kind of funny. Like more, But it's not because I hate them. Mm. I just think after 2011, like, I think it's funny. But I think if it was like... I mean, now that Patrick Marlowe plays in Toronto, I'd like the Leafs to win a cup because he plays in Toronto. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not even all that down on the Leafs anymore. So, like... Yeah, I guess maybe that I don't ever want to see Carolina win a Stanley Cup again. Fuck Carolina. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, Carolina-Vancouver, I would just hope for a sinkhole to, like, swallow the teams. I truly don't think a lot of people would watch that. No, I don't think like, so Like, that either. would be a ratings just black hole. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's my sports picks. I don't know. Okay, so Malcolm gave me a whole bunch of prop bets. Firstly... I don't know what prop bets are. Okay, so a prop bet is when you, like, bet on sports or whatever, and the, but it's, like, some kind of, like, weird combination of things. So in the 2014 World Cup, somebody bet that in the semifinal game against, between Germany and Brazil, that was the semifinal, right? I think so. I think it was in. Anyway, that Germany would score seven goals, and that Sammy Kadira would score the fifth goal for Germany, and he bet, like... 25 pounds or something and ended up winning like thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds because it's essentially like here's the bet and here's all of these conditions that make the bet okay and so with every condition that gets added on to it you win more money got it if all of those things come true that's a prop bet okay so he has i'm not sure how to read these then because does it mean that each thing under it is a condition on it yes Okay, so firstly, he said a thousand or hundred to one odds for an NSYNC reunion? Question mark. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I think I think I would. I, I think the idea that Justin Timberlake is even close to Beyonce though is just insulting to me. What do you mean? Because that's what she did during her Super Bowl performance the first time. Destiny's the first Star time, but then the second time she came out. Like, while Coldplay was playing. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's make it better with Beyonce. And Bruno Mars. Was and Bruno Mars. Um, and um, then I think that'd be funny. He said, my favorite bets. Timberlake plays a Prince song plus 200. Giselle shown over 1.5 times. Pink's hair color, now green, plus 500. Yeah, because she's singing the anthem. Brady completions over DeRozan points. Ooh, that's a... See, that's a good prop bet. Okay. That's a good one. I like that. Kyrie Irving points, assists over Patriots score. Okay. Eagles plus five. Under 48 points. A J.E. Mm-hmm. MVP plus 1,800. Mm-hmm. Pats. This is just, I'm just reading just reading crazy no, I'm, I'm listening. numbers I'm listening. I understand what's <laughs> happening here. It's all good. Pats under 13.5 first half points. Okay. Uh, team scores a safety plus 600. Okay. And that's it. Um, None of that made up. Okay, so, the, okay, Malcolm, here's what I'm going to say. And I don't know if this is going to go up before the, the game starts. We'll see what happens. Um, I think that the, of all of those things that you said, <laughs> I think that the one that is the least likely, other than the NSYNC reunion, is that a team is going to score safety. That is, okay. that's my prediction. I said all of those others, I don't know if I would take the odds on all of those bets, but I could see some of those things coming true. I can see the Eagles' defense holding the bats to less than 14 points in the first half. Okay. Because um, Tom Brady always comes back in the fourth quarter and wins everything anyway, so yeah, I can see that happening. 
Um, yeah, I think I think there's some. I think I think those could be some interesting things. You could win a little bit of money with some of those. Um, prop bets are fascinating because you can bet on anything. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally bet on like, like you could bet on like the presidential election, and like you know how many electoral college votes you're gonna win and what states they're gonna be from and like so it's all oh, yeah I you see. can bet on literally anything. That's fun. Um. Okay, Amanda also wants to know any trade predictions or hopes. Other than Leon Dreisaitl to the Devils, no. I keep thinking of like who, who would I get up give up for Leon? Off the Devils? Well, I mean it's Peter Shirley, so like, Steve Santini. <laughs> ben Lovejoy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take both. <laughs> and if Ratio doesn't do that deal every day and twice on Sundays, he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, you know. Dry's been getting paid a bit too much, but... But if there's a team with cap space... Why not? Um, Mike wants to know, favorite Muppet? Did you see what Beaker did? Yeah, I did. I thought that was really funny. I always liked Fozzie Bear. Oh, I can't stand Fozzie Bear. I love Pepe the King Prawn. Okay. He is my favorite. Okay. Because one of my favorite movies is Muppet's... In space or from space? In space. In space. Yeah. God, that movie's hilarious. It's pretty funny. And he's dancing around in a tutu because he thinks he's invisible. Mm-hmm. He's like, la, la, la. <laughs> and then everyone can see him. And he's like, oh, love Pepe. That's funny. Oh, we have two FMKs. Neither of them involve people, so here we go. Um, one from Amanda. God, she's a genius. I saw this one. Player safety, offside reviews, and goalie interference reviews. Um, I'm gonna kill. I think you kill goalie interference. I think you kill goalie interference, and I think you fuck the offside reviews. Yeah. Because then it's just a one and done. And I think you have to marry player safety. And then tell them what to do. Yes. They stop fucking up. Yes. Okay. But overall, what they embody is a positive thing. Yes. So you want to keep it around. Yes. Um, Mike's is also good. Uh, pancakes, crepes, or waffles. Kill pancakes immediately. Kill pancakes in the garbage forever and ever. So gross. It makes my throat want to close up. I hate pancakes. Okay. Yeah. What would you do if I told you that pretty much everywhere you go, the pancakes and waffles are made from the same stuff? Yeah, but it's about the method of cooking. Waffles are crisp and light. And pancakes are... Dense. No, obviously you Cakey and gross. Obviously you haven't had good pancakes then. Ugh, can't stand pancakes. Okay, so pancakes, crepes, waffles, so you kill pancakes immediately? Okay, then what? And Mary waffles and I'd fuck crepes just to get it over with. Oh, crepes are delicious. There was this crepe place in Dublin, not far from uh, school, and they used to go and you could get like savory crepes with like, you know, meats and like, you know, there'd be like, and vegetables and you get eggs in them or whatever, or you get sweet ones and they had this like banana maple one. Mm-hmm. So good. I also hate bananas. Oh, bananas are delicious. They literally make me throw up. But only at the right ripeness, which is like that 10 minute window mm-hmm. at which they are acceptably ripe. We had a banana split day at school um, yesterday and it was like bring your own banana and then you get ice cream and toppings or whatever. And I had a banana in my classroom and I was going to go get a banana split, but then I like looked at it and I was like, no, that's too ripe to eat, even cut up as, as part of like a banana split. But you could just like put the ice cream on top of it and then just throw the banana out. I could have, but it was just a lot of work and I didn't feel like doing it. I had to supervise at lunch, the first half of lunch, and then I had to go the eat. The whole thing, and, yeah. Yeah, it was just the whole thing. Um, 
Hmm. I'm not a particular fan. I don't know. I like all three of them. But, like, I don't love waffles. But I don't know if I would kill them. I think I would kill crepes because they're hard to make. That's fair. More than anything. That's fair. I, if I can go somewhere and someone else can make them for me, yes. But they're hard to make. You need, like, a pan that doesn't have, to, like, the sloopy sides. Yeah. And it's just a kind of pain in the ass. Which is why I like the crepe place at in Dublin because they had like an actual crepe griddle and it was just a round griddle and they poured the batter on and then just like do, they the, do the swoopy thing. yeah and it was good yeah. and they were like paper thin mm-hmm. um so I, I would kill the crepes because um I think I would fuck the waffles and my pancakes okay because this is maybe the reason when we used to do brownies um we would make pancakes for like Saturday morning breakfast and we'd always have some left over and then we'd take peanut butter and we that would be like our afternoon snack would be just like cold pancakes with peanut butter um. and the girls loved them so pancakes in that respect are versatile whereas waffles because they're already crispy i think they dry out if you leave them too long or they get soggy yeah or they yeah. get so and so the pancakes i think are a little bit more um useful that's fair that's a fair criticism of waffles um but i do like the little pockets for the syrup in the waffles Mm-hmm. Or whipped cream and berries. I like the syrup. I'm not such a fan of whipped cream. I don't really like syrup that much. Hmm. So apparently our breakfast days are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking about something that I do like that I did finish watching yesterday was Frontier. Just the first oh, season yeah. of Frontier. Very good. So good. I saw that that show Altered Carbon was added to yes. Netflix. Hey. I re- I Fuck, when am I going to have the time to watch that? But One of the guys that I do trivia with on Wednesdays, he was, like, very excited on Wednesday for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was going to, like, um, he was, like, planning a day to watch it this weekend, like, the whole thing. Yeah, it looks really yeah. interesting. Um, but, yeah, so Frontier, I thought, was really, really enjoyable. Um, I like Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. He's good, and he plays the character very well. But the women in the show are phenomenal. Oh, good. They're really, and they have lots of agency and whatever it's great that's good to hear yeah it's really good and it's it's very well done and there's lot there's lots of um it's shot in newfoundland right? newfoundland and nova scotia and a little bit in ontario and then i think a little bit in england too cool yeah it's really good i liked it and then season two isn't on netflix until like march or something oh okay well that's not too long no but it because the way it airs on like discovery canada or something like that and then but it aired on Netflix in the States right away, but it's not on Netflix in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. It's all very complicated. Yeah. Um, but it's good. So if you get a chance. It's only six episodes. And they're an hour? Right? An hour. No, oh, I don't even think they're quite a full hour. I think they're like 45 minutes or 46 minutes or whatever, so. That's something. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's it. I don't have anything else. I don't got anything either. That's it. But yeah, uh, it's a pretty low week for us. Nothing going on. Nope. Um, yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really done anything fun. Anything? No. Um. So that's all we have for this week. Yeah. Uh, you can catch us if you want. You can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Mhm. You can find us on Twitter. You can find me at Ming Fourteen. You can find Kelsey at Garbage Fire Pod. You can also check out our Instagram. Garbage fire. Is it pod or podcast? Pod. I don't know. Why look it up? Okay. I actually don't know. Um, there's a Gmail that you can send stuff to. Oh, did you bring the magnets? I did not. Fuck, Vicky. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it when I get home. I got time. 
We've been saying that for a month now. Instagram is Garbage Fire Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Garbage Fire Podcast. There's been some stories and some shit on there lately, so follow that. Yeah. Um, we have a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Thank again, you, Tyler. Again, hat tip, Tyler. Um, and somebody sent us some money. Yes. On our PayPal, which was, like, super nice. Super nice. I believe it came from the Oilers Live podcast, so we super appreciate that. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, if you want to do that... And Larissa can... gave us money, too. Larissa did give us money. That's true. She's amazing. Um, if you want to send us some money, you can do that. Um, you can email it to us through PayPal. It's pinned on our tweets. It is pinned on our so tweets. So I would look there first. It's, like, paypalwhatever.com slash podcast, I think, but I can't remember. It's pinned on my tweets. Um, and it will say, like, to pay me, because I couldn't set it up. As, like, a... Because we're not a business, yeah. and we don't have a bank account. No. So it just says to pay me, but I promise you it will go towards this, and we'll, like, I don't know, buy a new microphone and some more stickers. We're going to do some stuff. Yeah, and if you want stickers, you can get some uh, by going to our website, and there's a stickers and magnet requests thing, and I promise it won't take a month next time. We just suck. We just super suck in yeah. January and February. Yeah, but if you are if you are one of those people who already requested the, some Taylor Hall fan club magnets, which is like limited edition, one run only, yes. um, we'll send them out. And if you want some of those, let us know. And we do have a, some stickers left, so if you want some stickers, you can have some stickers too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we have. That's it. And we'll be back next week, maybe with more things to talk about. Hopefully. Hopefully. Jeez. Yeah, this is like pretty... Uh, Pretty low energy. Pretty low energy. And we talk mostly about sports. Which is terrible. <laughs> We're sports adjacent, Megan. Yeah. I mean, we didn't actually talk about sports, though. It's like, like the skills competition. Ugh, like. it's enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all we have for today. Thank you again so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.